Blog Talk Radio. You say, for more years of traps, not a price that you're willing to pay. You cry when you see breaking news, cause you know Trump's a really dumb guy. Why so sad? You know that we proved our derangement in 2016, now he's making us mad. Remember, despite his arraignments, he's still there. We'll fight back on the show that is called Liberal Dan Radio. We'll fight back on the air. Call me up and show me that you care. Listens rise, ratings fall, and I'll keep broadcasting through it all. So subscribe, don't be late, and you'll hear me on Blog Talk Radio on Wednesday nights at 8. Da 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 coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. You can also join us, sign up for a free Blog Talk Radio account, and then join us in the chat room, uh, blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Go to the episode thread, episode page, and you'll be able to join us in the chat. And if you're listening at listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. on the show thread at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, and at liberaldanradio on Twitter. Also, I've just signed up as for as long as it lasts up. I've just started posting some videos over on TikTok. So at liberaldanradio on TikTok as well as um, what else we got? We got... Liberal Dan Radio on uh, YouTube as well, and the Anchor.fm slash Liberal Dan. And if you want to support the the Patreon as well, you can go to Patreon.com slash Liberal Dan as well, and be able to support the show that way. And if you enjoyed the intro, I've changed the intro from. Uh, the, the the really shocking one or the the tense action theater trailer type sounding one to um, to my parody of the wheel fight back uh, if you like that and you a want to uh, see me finish that and b want to uh, 
be even a part of it, of the second part, uh, just go to the Patreon and support the Patreon there. And the, uh, the top 10 contributors will get the opportunity to uh, join in in the final da-da-da's of the song. And if I get, I'm putting it at 100 right now. We'll see how it goes. But if I can get 100 uh, supporters on uh, the um, Patreon, I will go ahead and produce the full version and maybe the full version will sound a little less nasally although i did record a version for tiktok in two pieces earlier today and what was interesting is that i feel that it wasn't as nasally i think my version on tiktok was better than the version that's currently on youtube so you can let me know go to tiktok find me on tiktok listen to that version listen to the version that's on youtube and let me know which is different and if you want, again, other ways you can support the show, follow me on all of my social media accounts to get those numbers up. Uh, that, would be, that would be amazingly helpful. I would really appreciate it. Um, I, I can't monetize the YouTube channel without getting at least 1,000 subscribers, and I would love to get 1,000 followers on TikTok uh, and beat my son, uh, who, who, is, who has his own little TikTok channel, and he, for some reason, has like 800 followers on TikTok. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? So I was like, I want to beat you to 1,000, and I'm going to start right now. Uh, I have a grand total of six at the moment. Uh, so, but I've, I've done that in about a day. Um, hopefully, maybe that, that can start snowballing, and I can show how, how social media really works. I think, I think what's going to get me there, if, if I can beat him and, and make bridge that difference real quickly it's because I use hashtags. I don't think he's using hashtags at the moment. So don't tell him. Maybe he heard me anyway. I don't know. Um, you know, I think they're showering right now. Um, let me go ahead and I'm currently holding my mic because it fell over during the intro. So let me go ahead and hit the first commercial break and then we'll come back. We'll give some additional shout outs uh, for the podcast. Take your calls as well. 914-803-41. That's 914 914- Eight zero three forty one thirty one. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh. Host of the Percy Podcast. 
What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life, talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear, and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio's Hawk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation is area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Again, you can also join us in the chat room, uh, blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. And you can, uh, if you have a free account with Blog Talk Radio, you can join and ask questions there. You can also call in the phone number. And again, listening after the live broadcast, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show thread at liberaldan.com. Facebook.com slash LiberalDan at LiberalDanRadio on Twitter. So we want to give a big shout-out, A, first and foremost, to Deminox, uh, the first Liberal Dan Radio Patreon. Shout-out to you and your podcast. I still have yet to listen to it, but I will uh, sometime soon. And I also want to give another shout-out to my little bro, the host of the Most Nimbus Yosh on the Percy podcast. Uh, he definitely had a uh, good episode. He did a special episode, number 10, I believe that was the number of it, special episode 10, uh, which is different from his other normal episodes, uh, about um, Ben Shapiro, uh, our, one of our nemesis, I guess, or, you know, I mean, he's much more popular among his conservative folk than we are yet, but we hope to one day tag team, <coughs> tag team him out of the division. And he, oof, uh, if you haven't listened to the uh, WAP uh reading of the lyrics by Ben Shapiro. It is the whitest, most ridiculous thing that maybe you've ever heard. I don't know. It's, it's just, you know, you know, they like, it's got a funky beat and I can bug out to it. If you ever heard that, you know, that, that, that it's, that's Ben Shapiro almost reading the, um, reading the lyrics, you know, especially so, you know, there's some hoes in this house. There's some hose in this house. And someone took that and took and put it on auto tune. Just crazy. I mean, no. I mean, seriously. If you if you ha- are not walking around your house, uh, I, I sent this over to to Percy Percy podcast. We'll see if he airs. I'm sure he will. <laughs> if you're not walking around your house, going, there's some hose in this house from the uh, from that song. Are you really living your best life? Um, so anyway. They're sad. I, I'm not going to get on it. I, again, if I don't need to talk about something, I won't. Um, that 
he Nimbus Yosh, he nailed it at the park. So go ahead and listen to his podcast over on anchor.fm slash at the Percy Podcast or follow him on Twitter at the Percy Podcast on Twitter. So obviously the biggest news uh, of this week is the uh, vice presidential pick uh, for Joe Biden. He picked Kamala Harris to be his to get the nod, to be his running mate, and to hopefully serve the next four years or more as vice president under what will be then be President Joe Biden. Um, I interesting thing for the Joe Biden campaign. They had this, th- this thing where they wanted people before the convention to share uh, hashtag I know Joe. When I was, I made a video. I thought it was a pretty good video. I shared it with my wife. My wife thought it was a good video too. I mean, yeah, she's she's biased, but I mean, she'll pick on me if I do something stupid too. So I mean, she kind of. Uh, if you listen to Percy the Percy podcast, he describes my singing as cringe. He goes, "You'll enjoy it, but it's cringe." And well, sometimes my wife also does cringe at my singing as well. So so she will be my credit, and I would rather her be honest with me than have her uh, just sugarcoat it and say, you know, like Trump does all the time. Uh, sugarcoat things. I would rather her be honest with me about what I'm the job. If I'm doing a good job or a bad job, then just sugarcoat it and let me continue on thinking I'm doing a good job when I'm really not. So that's when you know you have a good partner is when you have somebody who can be honest with you and tell you uh, what the dealio is without having to worry about anything. So I prefer the honesty over that. But um, where is I going with this? I don't even remember, I, but we were talking about um, Kamala Harris. And now look, and here's one thing. I, I'm thinking about doing a, a one of my next TikTok videos might be about microaggressions. And I also want to do a, you know, I, I have a couple ideas for my um, coming to terms with activism, uh, where I discuss terms that people seem to have a problem with and kind of explain what those terms are and, and what they really mean. Um, clearly, one of them has to be defund police because people don't understand that term. Defund does not mean to withdraw from funds from completely. That's added meaning that's not necessarily needed. Just like Black Lives Matter doesn't mean only Black Lives Matter. It means Black Lives Should Matter or Black Lives Matter too. That's the implied words. Uh, but I think um, microaggression might be one of the ones that I want to do a, a come in terms of ag- activism as well. You want a good example of a lot of microaggressions that scene where the boyfriend in Get Out is meeting all of the older white people at the party. Um, and when you see that scene, you know, all those my all those little comments, you know, even those like, oh, you're so well spoken, oh, this, you know, all of those just just microaggression, one on top of the other, and it's something that people who, you know, black people, people of color, um, people who are used to that. It shouldn't be, but you know, we should never have people have to deal with the microaggressions in the first place. But one of the microaggressions that is going to take place, unfortunately, during this campaign is uh, people mispronouncing Kamala Harris's name and calling her Kamala Harris. And look, I probably had it wrong before. And when I had my, I've discussed her, I've discussed, issues that I had with her. And look, that's that's all. I mean, I'm, I'm not forgetting what I said. I'm not going back on what I said. All of that stuff is still true. But the most important thing right now is we need to eliminate 
Donald Trump from the White House and the, with the vote specifically. And maybe I mispronounced it and just that's, that's my ignorance. Um, but I've, I've now been told, now I'm aware it's Kamala Harris. Um, if the only people I think that I might be able to give a pass to shortly, briefly, until they're informed otherwise, is if you were a wrestling fan, especially one back in the 80s, early 90s, or whatever, whenever, I think it was 80s, where, he, where I knew him from. But he would still take part in special wrestling things for a while. Uh, that you had Kamala that you got in Headhunter as one of the characters, one of the wrestlers on the show. My cousin Bill um, had a video about him on YouTube. Um, and uh, Bill Apter, if, you, if you're a wrestling fan, you'll know who Bill Apter is. If you're not, you won't, most likely. Let's see my family. <laughs> uh, unless you've seen the video of me and him doing the All in the Family theme song, uh, that's classic. That That's great. We actually did that live in front of uh, his live show, that he held uh, right for WrestleMania when WrestleMania was last here in New Orleans. So um, that was Kamala, the United Headhunter. This is Kamala Harris. It's two different pronunciations, but if you, it's spelled the same way. So if somebody who is a wrestling fan and who knew of Kamala, the United Headhunter, saw the name Kamala Harris and saw how it was spelled and saw that it was spelled the same way, it's perhaps reasonable if they hadn't heard the name before to, or heard it, you know, didn't really pay much attention to it at the beginning or whatever. It's reasonable that such a person might have a gut instinct to say Kamala. Other than that, I'm not, I don't think anybody should be given a pass. Learn how to pronounce it right, pronounce it right. And even then, even the wrestling fans, you know, get over it. Cause I was, I'm, you know, I still watch wrestling occasionally. Um, I was a big time fan of wrestling way back, and I knew who the Ugandan headhunter was. I didn't know him personally, but I, you know, watched him on screen. And, you know, Kamala Harris. It's very easy to make that switch. So you get maybe one or two if you're a wrestling fan. Otherwise, change it. Stop with the microaggressions. It's enough. Look, again, there's, there's going to be people. There are going to be people who are upset with the pick, who wanted somebody else. I, on this show, I talked about, I really liked Stacey Abrams. I thought Stacey Abrams would have been a great choice for him to have made it. Probably still would have been a great choice for him to have made. But it is what it is. Oh, wait, let, me, let, me, uh, let me pull that up. It is what it is. There you go. So thank you, Donald, for helping me out. Um, Kamala is the choice. And we all now need to roll our sleeves up and support Team Biden and Team Harris, Team Biden-Harris, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if they have a joint hashtag or whatever. We need to support that ticket and get that ticket into the White House. Now, uh, if you live in a third a state where, you know, like Louisiana, my vote's really probably not going to count. I can't imagine Biden winning Louisiana, Mississippi. Alabama. You might be right next to Texas, and there's a shot that he could win Texas. I don't expect him to win Louisiana, Mississippi, or Alabama. Not at all. I mean, if there were if there were three states that were going to be the last ones to support Trump, I I believe that they would be good candidates. Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama would be very good candidates uh, to join that. Maybe even Wyoming. You know, maybe other. But I've never lived in that area, so I don't know. 
perhaps, you know, perhaps there's some, you know, Idaho, um, North Dakota, South Dakota, maybe South Dakota, who knows? Um, but I think Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana would probably be, I think Alabama, Alabama, probably let's say Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi on the 48th, 49th, 50th states that would fall dominoes that would fall Alabama only because they have Doug Jones and they've proven themselves to actually be willing to vote for a Democrat against somebody horrible. Um, Louisiana 49th because Mississippi and Louisiana are typically the ones who are jockeying for position for being the worst on every bad list and the top of every, the worst of every good list and the, and the worst and the top of every bad list. Just put it that way. So they're always competing with each other for those not things that you shouldn't be competing with each other for. Uh, I think Mississippi would only and only because Louisiana has New Orleans. And again, we have John Bell Edwards. We have a Democratic governor. So we have somebody who, you know, won with, I think, 52% of the vote last time, 52-ish, maybe, um, against a very, very, very Trump-like candidate with with no experience. So I, I don't Maybe Louisiana would be 47th or 46th or something. I don't know. The last five. Uh, clearly in the last five. Uh, if Louisiana were to vote for Biden, I would be shocked. So I'm not going to necessarily begrudge people in, in these types of states to if they want to vote third party or if they sit home because they're upset about whatever. You know, I, I don't agree with them being upset for whatever. I, do, I really do want to see not only Joe Biden get a huge electoral college victory. I want to see... Uh, I want to see him get a huge popular vote victory as well. I want it to just be a crushing defeat. I want Donald Trump's psyche to just implode from how just horribly he loses. Now, Trump said, I think in response to the pick of Kamala Harris, uh, that you know her poll numbers are bad, which has nothing to do with whether or not he picked that person for vice president, but was talking about how he was in the same position in the polls as as he was against Hillary. And I don't think that's the case uh, because first of all, I don't think that that's the case with the sheer numbers that percentage wise that he's leading. I think Hillary was ahead maybe by two or three. Uh, Biden's has been up like seven, eight, nine ish over Trump. But the statewide polls are the interesting ones because the statewide, the statewide polls, so that Biden, if it was to end today as it's polling, it has Texas as a swing state, and it has Biden already having 330-something electoral votes if the states were to fall as they currently do with polling. And who knows? Maybe Texas does flip Biden. I mean, that, that would be just the end. I mean, Donald Trump couldn't survive that. I don't think Florida, I don't know what Florida is. I could probably look it up over the next commercial break uh, if I so wanted to. I don't think um, um, that, I don't think that he has Florida locked up, but let's see, road to 270. This is, this is what the current map looks like. According to NBC News, 
Biden having 334. He, he is showing as being ahead in Florida. Um, let's see. Showing, showing being ahead in Florida. He's showing him being ahead in North Carolina, Biden, Virginia, all the way up the coast. Um, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, California, Oregon, Washington, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois. Um, the big swath of red, obviously, through there. Missouri, need for him. I, I don't know what happened to Missouri. Well, I don't know what happened to Missouri uh, and how it used to be a, a, a good bellwether state. Now it's not. Um, you got some other maps. Uh, a tightening map uh, in this scenario, uh, soft GOP voters come home in the fall and puts uh, Biden up 248 to 204 with some swing states in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, North Carolina. I don't see, I mean, Chuck Todd's uh, North Carolina map has Arizona going Republican, has Pennsylvania as under the Democrats. What 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 is the main current polling map show? So it's Pennsylvania as a swing, which is really interesting, because it used to be Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Florida were the only three that mattered. You fought for those, and then the other ones were were gonna were gonna fall as they do. Um, so it's interesting to see Ohio red, Pennsylvania, and Florida both both silver. Oh, that's not even the correct one. Um, no, the the MSNBC the MSC map. That has Biden with 334, does have Pennsylvania and Florida both blue, and it has Ohio as a swing. Um, Steve Kornacki has the Democrats most the direct route. Um, lots of people with uh, lots of different opinions as to how the map could go between Chuck Todd and Steve Kornacki. Um, but currently the battleground map has Biden with a solid lead and uh, we need this to, we need this to hold and we need people to get out of vote. Uh, otherwise, you know, we, no, I could probably survive another four years of Trump. But again, as I've said during my uh, live, live broadcast today, if you listened, um, if you're not, follow me on YouTube, follow me on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash liberal Dan radio. Um, I, about today, where I look, my, my taxes didn't go down. I've made more. I make more money under Trump last year, at least, than I did under uh, Biden. You know, under Biden, under under Obama and Biden. But I'm I'm not judging who I should vote for based off of how I personally do. Uh, yes, obviously, my family's success is of vital importance to me. But I feel like I have more control over that than a lot of other people, and I'm not going to vote for somebody who's going to hurt other people hurting other people is problematic um you know sexism racism bigotry just everything just so many people will be hurt if trump is allowed to win that my you know i i I don't i'm not voting for me i'm voting for other people as simple as that Uh, interesting though is that uh, one of the things that trump did if you watch my live broadcast, here's one of the things that happened in my live broadcast. Trump is talking about uh, the Spanish flu. And it, well, this is what he said. Uh, in 1917, they say, right, the, the, great, the great pandemic uh, certainly was a terrible thing where they lost 
anywhere from 50 to 100 million people. Probably ended the Second World War. All the soldiers were sick. Uh, it was a it was a uh, what? terrible situation. And a second world highly contagious. The this Spanish flu ended the Second World War. No, if I that should be uh, breaking news. What and what's interesting there is just again listen again to when he says ended World War II and count how long it takes for the stupidity to enter my eardrums, get processed by my brain, and then my brain realizes what the hell this dumb orange fool is just said. Okay, listen again. Uh, in 1917, they say, right, the, the, great, the great pandemic certainly was a terrible thing where they lost anywhere from 50 to 100 million people. Probably ended the Second World War. All the soldiers were sick. One. Uh, two, that was a, that was a three, terrible situation. four, so four seconds. Four, it took four seconds for the stupidity to leave his lips, come through the internet, enter my ears, get into my brain, and be like, well, wait a second. Did he just say what? Other, what? And I, there was a little, little, even though I know how stupid Donald Trump is, how just he does not use the best words how all the words out that spews forth from his mouth, person, woman, man, camera, TV, confefi, uh, even with all of that, knowing how dumb he is. Uh, what other, what other? Because we test so much, we show cases. So we show many, many cases. We show many, many cases. This, that's how dumb he is. But even then, I didn't want to double down on the idea that did he really just say that? Tell me he didn't just say that. I, I was like, I could be wrong here. Maybe I, my mind wanted to hear what it wanted to hear. No. So I, as soon as the the the, the uh, live stream was over, I went right because I recorded as well as posted. So as soon as it was over, I went to the recording. I looked at it and I was just like, no, he really said that. He really just said that the Spanish flu ended World War II. Not one, but World War II. And let's go ahead and take the next commercial break. Come back, take your calls. Area code 914-803-4131. That is area code 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say. Sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. 
And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. (laughs) Catch you on the tune. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. Here go 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. And uh, again, I don't think that Donald Trump was ready, uh, ready for Kamala Harris, uh, and which is just mind-numbingly stupid on the part of him and or his handlers because she was one of the names mentioned constantly. I mean, maybe I don't think maybe they thought that Biden wouldn't do it because of the tension between the two during the primary. I mean, maybe that's what he was thinking. And so they weren't prepared, but I mean, I'm shocked that it's only been nasty is the only word so far that he's used for, Kamala Harris is nasty, nasty Kamala. I mean, he he doesn't like nasty women. I mean, if I had to choose between, I do have to choose, but if I had to choose between uh, uh, Donald Trump and and a supposedly nasty woman, I'm on team nasty woman eight days of the week because, ugh, Donald Trump is just, ugh. But I, I don't think he was ready. I mean, for that first press conference yesterday when it was announced, uh, that he started, you know, talking about it, and and it was, they, he was not prepared at all. I don't think he's prepared. I don't think they will be prepared. I mean, there's one thing about Harris, she will, she is a prosecutor. She will come prosecute the case against you, and she will probably win. So I think that's why a lot of people are are, be, are very happy about the fact uh, that Biden picked Harris because Harris is skilled. She's very adept at making the argument and making the argument. Dick, regardless of whatever feelings you might have about her, she's 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 going to excel in that area. Um, and you know, Biden had promised uh, to pick a woman for the position, and he also promised to pick a black woman to the Supreme Court. So, which is 
good, but he also now has put a black woman and an Asian American woman on the vice presidential ticket on the president on, on the ticket. So that's even more historic. Uh, and I don't know if this is uh, because now people are going to say, Oh, well, he's just pandering or, you know, it's ridiculous when those conservatives are like, it's sexist. It's a real sexist. Anytime you hear somebody talk about, <coughs> excuse me, anybody, you tell you hear somebody, if somebody starts off the conversation, the real racist are, that person is a real racist or the real sexism is that that person is the real sexist. Uh, so you hear that and, and, you know, they're coming out the, the real sexism is that Joe by and racism that Joe Biden wants to pick a person just because they are a woman. Isn't that sexism that you're picking? Some, well, you've picked men. The only people that have won have been men from the beginning of this country till now. So maybe it's time to give a woman a shot. Maybe it's time. Maybe a woman will do a really good job and you'll be able to see that. But no, that's sexist. Just like I'm sure they It's racist that Barack Obama won't consider, or Barack Obama, that Joe Biden won't consider a white person for the Supreme Court. Why is she going to pick a... Why is he, why is Joe Biden saying he's only going to look at a black woman? That's that's uh, seriously. Again, there's never been a black woman on the Supreme Court. There's been a couple of black folks on the Supreme Court. There's been some women on the Supreme Court, but there's never been a black woman. So maybe just maybe they a black woman needs to be on the Supreme Court to have that extra input because that that demographic has been underrepresented and and that's important representation is important and i'm i'm not i'm not thinking that biden made the decision to pick kamala harris specifically to make black voters happy i mean there's probably going to be some black voters who are not happy with that maybe some of them wanted to see either Susan Rice or to see a Stacey Abrams. But if you look at turnout in the black community, as I'm looking at an image right now on Twitter uh, from MSNBC with Steve Kornacki talking about the different states, the, the five of the important states that, that are going to be focused on in this election, Florida, black turnout, 2008, 59%, 2012, 58%. But for Hillary, it was only 51%. Texas, I mean, okay, Texas, meh. 65%, 63%, Ohio, 70%, 72%, down to 65% for Hillary Clinton. Michigan, 71%, 63%, 61%. So dropped it out. You know, Obama still won in 12, but uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, 73%, 79%, 47%. And I can hear Steve Kornacki's voice saying 47% huge drop in Wisconsin. So this is what you're going to see. You're going to see the ridiculousness coming from the right uh, when it comes to attacking Kamala Harris, and and that's not going to stick because they're horrible at making those sort of arguments. But you're also going to see the voter disenfranchisement. Donald Trump is going, they're going to specifically They've already, you've already seen that they've said, we want to slow down mail service. And they want to slow down mail service because 
they don't want votes by mail because for some reason they think that votes by mail are going to be somehow fraudulent because he's using now as an example the um, the fact that there was a lot of applications for, for absentee ballots sent out in Virginia. An application, oh, a cat, a cat got an absentee ballot application. So what if a cat got an application? You know, if, if I'm doing, if I'm sending out, if I'm, a, if I'm in charge and responsible for mailing out voter lists or whatever, I'm responsible for generating this voter, generating this list of people in the state that need to get mail and sending them an application for an absentee ballot. And let's say I can get a mailing list for much cheaper than I can get the voter list. I buy the mailing list. I save money. I mail out a whole bunch of applications. Maybe some of those applications <coughs> go to people who can't vote. Who cares? Because either, because most likely they're not, you know, the application that goes to the cat, the cat's not going to apply for an absentee ballot, and the person is not going to apply for the, with the, for the absentee ballot using the cat's name. And if they did, the Secretary of State would be like, this isn't a valid voter. This, we're not going to mail out a ballot. Sorry. So, and, and Trump thinks that this is somehow fraudulent, and it's not. Because he wants to, he wants to cast a large doubt over, oh, geez, I'm just looking at Twitter. Birtherism is now trending again. Um, there we go. So Newsweek, some questions for Kamala Harris about eligibility. There's no, no, there's, there's no question whatsoever. And that is disgusting. Why would Newsweek, let's, let's dig into this a bit. Cause it is, it, it is a, uh, Professor of Law, Claremont, the fact that Senator Kamala Harris has been named vice presidential running mate has some questioning the eligibility of position. Uh, no person constitutionally ineligible to the office of president shall be eligible for the vice president. Uh, blah, 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 blah. No person except a natural born citizen shall be eligible to be president. Uh, her father was and is a Jamaican national. Her mother's from India. Neither was a naturalized citizen at the time of her birth. Uh, according to these commenters, these make her a natu- not a natural born citizen. However, uh, she was born on U.S. soil. Since she was born on U.S. soil, that makes her a citizen by the nature of her birth. She is a natural-born citizen. So why even why even talk about that? It's ridiculous. And the fact that in Newsweek, uh, like, why? I mean. Everyone's like, well, Obama at least had one citizen parent. I'm sorry, but no. Again, if you're born on U.S. soil, you're a citizen by the nature of your birth. As such, you're a natural-born citizen. And the fact that they've already jumped on this, I'm not surprised that they've jumped on this, but that that they would jump on this, but because it's, it always comes up because the xenophobes have to be xenophobic. The xenophobes are going to xenophobe, clearly. Oh, we got a caller. Look at that. So let's go to the caller. Maybe the caller has a point on about this or something else. Hey, how's it going? This, this is it's going good. This has been interesting. Uh, so before I piss you off, uh, I'd like to bring up two points. Sure. First of all, did you mute me? Well, what? Oh, I thought it said you muted me. 
Um, oh, no. So, first of all, the Constitution says that to be an immigrant, the actual, I'm not, I'm not talking about like, you know, uh, reform, you know, like referendums or, you know, uh, changings or articles. The original Constitution says to be a citizen of America, you have to be a white male of good character. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the first argument. And the second argument, let me ask you something. I'm, get, I'm guessing you're – I wouldn't call you progressive. I would call you uh, – I would probably call you almost an anarchist. Uh, okay. So I would ask you, say – just humor me. Okay. You had, like, what, what, what's your political ideology? You're, you're, not, not even that, your utopian ideology. What is your utopian ideology? I, I mean I don't know if, if a utopia specifically can exist. Um, but you know, I, 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 you know, and it's weird that you would say that I'm a, I'm an anarchist because I do support a system of laws and I do support certain things that, you know, should be, I don't, I don't don't think you do. I think that you support the law as long as the law supports your ideology. Um, so I don't think you support law. I think you support, you know, um, honestly, oppression. I think you're oppressive, oppressive, like Stalinist. Like Maoist, I think you're oppressive. Uh, it's not free property. It's not free thought. It's you know you can't go against the state if you dare have thought crime. But all I'm, all I'm asking you is if you had a perfect society, what would you mm-hmm. call it? Even you can say progressive. I'm, I, I promise you, I'm leading to a point. But what would you call? What would be your perfect society? Oof. Um. I don't know. I, I I don't know what I would label it. I think I think that there's, um, I think I think that there's, and I, I think you're wrong. I think that I do support freedom of thought. You know, I don't I don't want people supporting the idea of you know telling them well two plus two equals five and if you disagree you're going to go to jail. Wait, wait, that sort of thing. Wait, but wait, wait, wait before we get to another point. You support okay. freedom of thought. You support freedom of thought. So should neo-Nazis be able to organize on the internet? Yes. Neo-Nazis should be able to organize on the internet. However, this is a big however, neo-Nazis don't have the right to organize whatever they, wherever they wish. If there's a private site like Facebook, for example, Facebook... Well, that, yeah, that's, that's, that. Okay, so, so here, here we, that's funny you say that. We see the so-called progressive taking the side of big game capital. So there's no money in Facebook or Twitter or you know, or Snapchat hosting these people. You're not talking about. Well, there, no, no, wait, hold on, hold on. There are there is money to be made by Facebook hosting those people. If there's enough of them, and I think there's a large so segment how, of people how who. Patreon, how how come how come Patreon banned them, and not even neo Nazis? How come Patreon bans anyone right of center? How how come Facebook bans anyone right of center? How come to even give money to people who've been arrested? And patriot prayer is a hate crime. No, no, you're you're you, who, you you're who, like, give me wrong. an example of somebody who doesn't fit like the Richard Spencer type personality. Who is right of center who got banned on Patreon from Patreon? Okay, is, is there an example of somebody no, you could tell me? No, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, mis- I'm misunderstood you. I misunderstood you. You said give you an example of somebody right of center as so-called Richard Spencer who got banned from Patreon, right? No, not 
not like Richard Spencer. Like, 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 because I think can yeah. we both agree that Richard Spencer is a neo-Nazi? I can, I can give you one better. I can give you one better. Okay. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Was Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard was kicked off of Patreon? Yeah, she got banned from Patreon. She got banned from Facebook. She got banned from Twitter. So, all your, so here's the weirdest thing, man. Here's the weirdest thing. Your mm-hmm. whole culture considers itself revolutionary, ideological. You represent you, – you, you literally represent the state. Antifa – I mean I'm not saying you're Antifa. I mean I understand that's a loose organization of people. Okay, but for, let, let me interrupt you for a quick second because Tulsi Gabbard has a Twitter account, and it's live and active, and she last tweeted yesterday. She was banned. She was, she was banned during the, during the election. It might be up now. She was banned during the election. Was there a specific thing that she did? Did she use? Did she misuse it? I mean, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, did she misuse okay, so the, really, the platform? That's, really that's a really, that's a really weird argument. I would ask you. I would ask you. Uh, do Antifa, like you know, organizations, should they have Twitter when they specifically advocate violence? I mean, and then they get brought back. Well, here, I mean, I'm trying to find an example. I'm trying an article that says that Tulsi Gabbard was kicked. I mean, I've gotten kicked off. I've gotten prohibited from using Facebook for a day or three days or whatever for things that I thought were silly, and and Facebook. But ultimately, Facebook is a private organization, private company who is allowed is allowed to make up their own minds. And and I'm liberal, and I'm a liberal guy. So so. It happened. No, I have no, a friend of mine no, who who just no, got no, kicked no. off of Facebook for at least a day. Wait, let me finish. A friend of mine just got kicked off Facebook today. She's to the left of me um, for posting something that was that I can't find any fault with. I don't think it was bullying or harassment, but it was labeled as such. So a lot of the times, part of the problem is that these people, some people, get kicked off of these platforms in silly ways and 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 false positives fall through the cracks, if you will. Um, but I mean, I can't find any sort of link. Um, I searched, I googled Tulsi Gabbard banned from Twitter, and I have not found anything that think, can verify that that can that can verify that she was banned or punished or suspended from Twitter. So I mean, I, I think you're wrong on that. But but Twitter does not owe anybody a platform. If, if it's a private company, they they are they are free to say these are the rules, follow the rules, and you you can use our platform. If you don't follow the rules, you can get kicked off the platform. And okay. yes, there are conservatives that do it. Sure. Can I ask you a question? So, Go right ahead. So, okay. I'm, you said you're progressive. Um, I, I think progressives probably would scoff at myself calling myself a progressive, but I also kind of. Um, have different kind of opinions as to what sort of words mean should, when it comes to, but should, I, 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 they would probably call me a liberal, but wait, should, should utility companies be able to shut off utilities during the coronavirus? So you're telling, you're telling me that a private business has the right to deny speech, but a private, cause, cause it's a private business, of course, the, the free market. But yet, but then again, the free market doesn't have an, a right to say that, hey, if you don't live up to our contract, you can't be canceled. You're a fucking hypocrite, dude. If no, I think, I think that 
if Twitter if Twitter can kick you off Twitter for terms of violation, no matter no matter the cost, no matter, then a utility company can cancel your utilities for not paying your fucking bill. You're a hypocrite. Oh, okay. You use the state. You use the state as a weapon. Calm down with the language. I mean, I'm not completely uncensored. I'm not completely uncensored. Uh, but let's just keep the language down because I, I, I have my show is listed as all ages. So let's keep that down. Well, that's um, that's, that's fine. I mean, but you, you, have to, but, you have to understand how how come here's I don't care about any idea. Like, I, I don't want to debate anything. You tell me why. But, but, but you tell me why. It's no wait wait wait. I don't I, I don't care about that. You're, you're not gonna you're not gonna flip flop on me, dude. You tell me I'm why. I'm not flip flopping on it's you. Okay. You tell me why it's okay for Twitter to be able to ban people. But it's not okay for utilities to be able to shut off shut off utilities. If you Twitter is not a Twitter is not a publicly regulated monopoly like utilities are. Utilities and, are and a and, and 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 are you insane? Do you know what monopoly means? Utilities aren't a monopoly. Internet is not a monopoly. Water is not a monopoly. I don't it's have an option. I don't have an option of who I get my water from. I get my water from the city. I don't have an option of who I get my power from. I get my power from one company because they are okay, a name, Entergy. Name, Entergy name, is the company name, that I get. Wait, wait, wait. Name, let me finish. I, I, I get my I get my electricity from Entergy. Entergy gives me my my power, my electricity, and my gas. I do not have an option to go to anybody else. I have to get it from Entergy if I want power. If I want natural gas. Um, if I want to uh, get cable, uh, I have to go through Cox Communications. I don't have any other option for those as well. Um, so no, so no, so so I so maybe I don't know where do you live? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from South Carolina, but I would say to you, you walked into a, a you really walked where I wanted you to walk. Sure. Uh, okay. So you're bringing up all these companies, you know, like internet, electric, water. You have to have these, you know, utilities, these certain companies, to actually be able to have it. There's no second option. Is what you're right. saying. Okay. There's no second option so, for any of these, yes. Okay. But there's no there's also no second option for PayPal. There's no second option for Twitter. The the the, the social space, the, 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 the public space of online America has been privatized. Therefore everyone has a right to it. I mean I, I would say that there are absolutely options to you for social media. There's 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 um, Insta there's Instagram there's Facebook there's there's okay, wait, 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 for the wait, moment wait, wait, wait. Tic, for the moment TikTok Dude. until Trump bans tip to TikTok for whatever reason name, um, name one name one name one big tech company who doesn't ban right wingers or ban Patreon. Or, or I mean, dude, look at look at look at PayPal. You can organize for Black Lives Matter. You can organize for any any you know SJW any you know LGBT organization you want to. But if you try to raise money for a white nationalist, you're deleted. This is not free speech. This is this is not freedom. This is an ideological battlefield. And and if you really disagree, that that's fine. It just proves to me that you're an ideologue. That's fine. You're an ideologue. So am I. I'm an open fascist. I'm an open fascist, and I cannot wait till we clear you from the fucking streets. Interesting. Okay. Um, but here's the thing is that, I mean, I think I, I could probably search right now and find plenty of conservatives 
who you name. No, no, I didn't say conservative. I'm not. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a conservative. Okay. You, okay. you find, I'm not a fucking Republican. Those Jewish but, puppets. You you find me one. <laughs> you find, I'll have you, my se- my second you, caller who's an anti-Semite. Yay. Jewish no, puppets. I mean, okay, we are going to uh, we're going to hang up on the Jewish puppet thing. That is enough of that. Um, yeah, no, no anti-Semitism on the show. Again, I believe in freedom of speech. You have the right to speak about whatever it is you wish to speak of on your own platform. You will not use my platform to promote anti-Semitism. That is no, no, right out, gone pecan. And I'm sure he's cursing me all names and calling me a hypocrite yet again. Uh, the idea that people shouldn't lose their electricity or water um, during a, a pandemic uh, because jobs are less likely because you can't go to your work because things have been closed is in no way hypocritical to them saying that you could be kicked off Twitter for violating Twitter's um, rules. We have certain things like public utilities uh, that are regulated, that are monopolies, that do create uh, that do have to follow a certain rules when it comes to shutting off people's power, shutting off people's ability to live. Uh, there are people who need electricity to, to keep their medications cold. There are people who uh, need electricity to be able to live, survive, uh, especially in hot areas like New Orleans, Louisiana, all across the South. Uh, you have, um, you have, you need, you need to be cool. You need to not be overheated. Uh, there's there's plenty of things that, that make that completely non-hypocritical. Uh, so I, I, I vehemently reject uh, this guy, this this interesting individual's comments um, out of out of hand because no, it's just. I'm not a Republican, but the Republicans are supported by their Jewish puppets. There you go. Um, you know, at which point there, there there comes a point where where actions. You know, again, I do. If you if you want to if you want to support if you want to you know have a, a meetup or whatever, and and you want to you know use some website to talk about your horrible things that I disagree with, you know, you're, again, you're free to do so. Nobody in the government should be preventing you from doing those things. However, I will add to this point is that there are certain actions that do cross the boundary that become terrorism, at which point you're not allowed to do it. And I'm sure he's going to be ranting and raving. Oh, he's a hypocrite again, because he's it's speech unless free speech, unless you don't have the right to uh, free speech doesn't cover like shouting fire in a crowded theater. Free speech doesn't allow, uh, incitement of violence, uh, free speech also does not allow for the sharing of, of terrorist views and ideas and terrorizing people. You don't, you know, if I went and burned a cross in front of a lawn because I was in some sort of anti-Semite uh, or, or some sort of uh, anti-racist black, against black people, and I burned that cross right in front of the house, that's terrorism. It's not free speech. So, sorry, dude. Uh, you're not going to find sympathy with me here. You don't have the right to use any of these private sites. I mean, I, I can complain to Facebook all I want when, when they kicked me off for a day for something that I completely disagreed with. But again, it's also Facebook's rules. And if Facebook says I violated the rules, they don't even have to tell me. I wish they would. I wish they would tell me 
what I did when I got booted the last time for a day. Um, but they won't, and they don't. They'll use the COVID-19 as a excuse. They're understaffed, so they can't do it. Fine. You know, it's a reasonable excuse, but maybe if they told me what I did, I'd be less likely to repeat the offense. Um, a friend of mine who did get booted, uh, apparently I think it's a day vacation as well, I read what she wrote, and there was nothing in that post, nothing in that response that in any way should be taken as harassment. Uh, but yet it was, and again, so you will get false positives on Facebook. You'll get false positives on Twitter. Uh, you'll get false positives lots of different places where uh, people uh, have their um, – are free to, I guess, make random complaints about what other people say or do. And sometimes you, some of these things are triggered by automatic uh, filters that will pick up not only text, but text in the form of images. And they'll say, oh, look, there's this text we can't put. Like I had, I, I had posted something, I was like, men are trash or something like that. And Facebook was like, nope, that's a, that's a strike thing. We're, we're striking against you. You can't say men are trash. And then I took a screenshot and I shared the screenshot of Facebook's complaint against me. And then they gave me another ding for posting that because it contained the text. The image contained the text that was the prohibited text. So I'm not, I can't say, I can't post the image of me getting my warning because that created another warning and that kicked me off for three days. That kicked me off Facebook for three days because I shared an image of my complaint. Oh, we have another caller. Um, that's Four one. I don't know what four one seven is. I know four zero seven is Disney, but that's because I'm a Disney freak. Uh, welcome to Liberal Dan Radio. How you doing? How you doing, Liberal Dan? It's good to meet you. My name doing is Jack right. Burgess. Hey Jack, what's uh, I will going say on? right off the bat, I'm quite I'm quite the conservative myself, but that doesn't I mean, mean we can't have I, reasonable conversation. That is correct. Look, I I like I welcome conservatives to come on the show. I I have even said on. On one of my TikTok videos today that I wanted people, especially Trump supporters, to come on the show and talk to me as to why you still support uh, President Trump. So I I have an open call for for conservatives to call in, and I welcome it. I just don't welcome racism, uh, anti-Semitism, et cetera, on the show. So that's to be forewarned, the last person who called in um, was uh, was booted for that reason. So what say you? (laughs) Well... I've been thinking a lot about uh, the COVID-19 situation going on right now. Mm -hmm. And it's not a very political idea, but have you ever wondered, like, with everything going on with, with this virus and everything, what's the end game here? Like, how did this get started? Like, some people are saying it came out of a Chinese laboratory. I don't know about any of that. But, I mean, can you really believe for a second that the people that are in charge didn't really know that this was coming along? I mean, well, I mean, people, when you say the people who were in charge, who are you talking about? Because, I mean, we knew. The government. Okay, the government. So the government, you know, there, there are people who were in charge, like, of this, like the CDC, uh, who are typically in charge of dealing with things like, you know, viral outbreaks. And we, we were warned that there was this thing that came out of China. Um, and unfortunately, uh, the person who was ultimately in charge of the federal government, at least the administration of it, uh, the president of the United States, Donald Trump, um, didn't take it seriously at all. 
Uh, and he said, and I quote, uh, that, that it will go away or quote, like a miracle, It'll just disappear like a miracle. Um, so, so we had, we, we knew it was coming and we didn't do anything about it. Uh, and I think that's the reason why we're seeing uh, so many cases now because we didn't, we weren't proactive enough back then. Uh, because what we have is we have somebody in the Oval Office who is a businessman who always wants to paint paint things in a positive light. It's always about positively spinning what's going on so that it benefits him, especially benefits his polling numbers. Um, so so well, I, I think that's... Do you that's, think maybe inside information that the rest of us don't have? I think there's inside information that the rest of us don't like, have. Um, there's the government in general, I would say, yes, definitely has information that, that not, some of us are not privy to. Um, perhaps there are um, certain things that uh, are being looked at. You know, we, maybe, maybe Trump does know, for example, when uh, the target date is of when the anticipated target date is of the uh, vaccine that could potentially be, be created from this. And maybe he doesn't want to share it for whatever reasons. Maybe he doesn't want to be seen as wrong if there's a inadvertent delay or something. So I, I don't necessarily begrudge the president for not honing in on a specific date on that, uh, so to speak. But I don't, um, I, I'm not going to necessarily say that there is, um, there might, no, you know, I think there might be some other information that maybe uh, people are being told not to speak about simply because, again, and, and look, I'm, I'm taking a, a obviously liberal view of this, but I think I would, if I was a conservative, I would hope I would have the same view in that we have somebody in the Oval Office who is more worried about how he looks versus saving lives. So he doesn't want, he wants us to look at these numbers in, a, in, in his point of view to make him look better. So, for example, he'll, you know, certain lies of omission, like he'll say, we're doing better than Europe when it comes to death rates, then it'll be like, if you'd exclude New York City. He said this in the press conference yesterday. Or he'll also say something like, um, 80 well, I mean, something percent fair. of all, 80 something, per, 80 something percent of all, let me, let me finish this thought. 80 something percent okay. of all okay. counties are seeing a reduction in rates. Well, well, that's taking some county in Wyoming that's sparsely populated and treating it the same as LA County, you know, that's packed full of people. So you can't just look at counties just like, you know, when election-wise, you can't just say, oh, well, this county voted like this county. No, this county is sparsely populated. This county is densely populated. If you're not taking into the population density, you're not being honest about your figures. But it's all about, it's all about spitting the information. And there's, there's always going to be some level of politics, regardless of who's in charge, as to how things are spun. Um, I think in this particular situation, I think we're seeing – more spin and less facts and less because i don't think i don't think there's and there's to quote donald rumsfeld from way while back there are no knowns known unknowns unknown knowns and unknown unknowns i think there are plenty of now you're just getting known un- now <laughs> well i mean that's what he said that's what he said back in the day dealing with um i think after the 9-11 attacks donald rumsfeld used that statement specifically um uh, to talk about uh, the things that we know that we know and things that we know that we don't know. I think there are things that we know that we don't know, like exactly how many people have this virus, but I think there are also things that we don't know that we don't know because 
we're lacking that information, so we can't make certain assumptions. Had we had we done more testing from the beginning, so um, what do what do you think? What do you think is, is missing, or what 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 data okay. are you wondering might not be there that the government might be keeping from us? Okay, so I'm going to tell you right now, I've got some really good friends that work in the medical field in Los Angeles, and they're telling me some things that I'm not hearing on the news. Mm-hmm. And it's really uh, it's really disturbing to me because I think that uh, I think the reason that Donald Trump was saying that it will go away was like a miracle. Now you're gonna have to stay with me on this, okay? Okay. Let's just explore the idea. Maybe, just maybe, this whole thing is a hoax. Now hear me out. Now hear okay. me out on this. Now. This is my question that started me getting me to ask questions. When all the toilet paper ran out and everybody was rushing to install bidets in their house. Okay. Now, Mm -hmm. first off, you'd go to the supermarket and there was never anybody buying toilet paper because there wasn't a toilet paper to buy. So who's buying all the toilet paper? That was my first question. And that led me down a rabbit hole that I... I'm still going down to this day, and that's why I, I really like to, to converse with people on the other side opinion on this matter. Mm. Now, everybody knows there's fluoride in the water and what that does to you. Mm-hmm. And how how do we know that maybe this whole thing is a made-up conspiracy to get you to install more bidets to therefore and take more fluoride. So, so you think this is a conspiracy to uh, so that Americans will will take more fluoride anally as well as orally? Yes. Now, now it makes sense because think think about this. There's more nerve endings, and it's quicker to get inside the gastrointestinal uh, tract if you, if you go in through the anus versus if you drink it. So, if you drink it, it's going to go through and the fluoride may not have enough time inside your body to do what it's supposed to do as to where if it's taken into the body rectally, then it's really going to get in the bloodstream a whole lot quicker, just like with alcohol and have a chance to get into the brain cells, which is where they're really wanting it to be. And by they, of course, I mean the one world government that's going on behind the scenes that our great president is trying to fight against. So, so because because we have Donald Trump in the Oval Office, he's fighting to uh, um, to protect our anuses. Is that what you're saying? Well, that's one way of that's one way of putting it. Okay, so so so. I mean, I know just, I see the comedy here, but it's a serious issue. No, no, I mean, I mean, I'm trying very hard to not crack up. Clearly, um, I, I I do want to listen to what you have to say, and 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 I think that you know. There's good some good uh, radio to be had here, um, but let, let's 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 expand this further, if you will. We have um, what else has Donald Trump done uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to things that produce water? Like he has tried to fight um, efficient. Uh, ex- oh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Appliances, appliances. There you go. 
So, so you know, he's complaining that you have to, you know, you have to flush twice. Of course, flushing doesn't get anything into your body, but uh, he's complaining about the dishwasher. He wants more water on your dishes. He wants more water. Um, if more, more water goes on your dishes, then maybe that's a chance for more fluoride to go on your, on your, uh, on your dishes as well. And maybe that's another alternative way that you would inject. Oh, okay. That. Now, I maybe, see maybe. where you're getting here. Liberal okay. Dan, so, 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 so if you, so, so if, if we're trying to argue that Donald Trump's trying to protect you, uh, from, from the fluoride getting into your system, um, then, but why is he then supporting, uh, these, appliances that put more water out there that increase the amount of fluoride that's going to go on your dishes and on your clothes and other ways, because things can be absorbed through your skin. Um, and again, as you said, you know, you, you said that ingesting the water um, may be less efficient, but it's still there. And maybe once it dries, it's more concentrated. Um, so, you know, I'd have to question whether or not uh, you've completely thought this theory through uh, because he he does want to put use more water in washing your dishes and washing your clothes, etc. I mean, do you see my point? I haven't thought this theory through. I've I've consulted with many medical experts in the uh, fields in Los Angeles and uh, in Reno and places like that, where I've got a lot of good friends that work within the medical field, and they believe that this is highly a probable solution here to what's going on. That maybe this virus is meant so that you will stay in your home. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you will use your new bidet that you just bought off Amazon because Jeff Bezos is part of this one world government. Okay. And you're just funding him even more. And then when you're injecting yourself pretty much with this drug of fluoride, you won't be out and you won't be active enough for it to go through your system as easily. And it could stay inside you longer. Okay, well, there you go. And I would love to hear other people's responses on that. I am going to go ahead and uh, you have anything else you want to add before we go? Because I usually, the show usually ends at nine, my time, but, you know, I, I, I let it, I, I, I'll leave some buffer time to allow for some interesting conversation. And this conversation has been interesting, to say the least. Do you have any other final thoughts before I go ahead and let you go and end the show? Well, no, that's all I really had. I mean, I, I definitely support our great president and our great country and, Uh, the notion of making our country great again. And I would love to hear other people's views on this because this is an issue that I'm not hearing discussed, uh, quite frankly, enough. All right. I I might even throw this out on the minicast as well. I might even consolidate this little little clip played on the minicast on uh, anchor.fm and see about uh, getting any opinions there as well. But I do appreciate you calling in. Uh, Go ahead. Make sure if you have uh, all of the social media that you might have, you know, subscribe to my channel on on YouTube, at Liberal Band Radio. Uh, Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan at Liberal Dan on Twitter and on TikTok as well at Liberal Dan Radio on TikTok. It's Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter as well. I think I said that wrong. Uh, but again, thank you for calling in. I do appreciate it. It's uh, definitely a very interesting conversation. Great way to end the show. Uh, but we are ending this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Uh, tune in next Wednesday at uh, 8 p.m. Central where I'll be talking about uh, all the topics of the day. Maybe we'll even continue talking about the uh, how is Donald Trump protecting our anus or not from the fluoride? Uh, until, until next week, liberaldan.com, at liberaldan radio on Twitter, at liberaldan radio on TikTok, uh, facebook.com slash liberaldan, patreon.com slash liberaldan, anchor.fm is at, anchor.fm at liberaldan as well. Until next week, 8 p.m. Central, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Fuck to the left, that's right.